BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. MRN Crew Call on MRN.com is presented by Moneylion, the world's most powerful financial membership. Moneylion, here we roar. And also brought to you by Hercules Tires. Ride on our strengths. Hello and welcome to MRN Crew Call presented by Moneyline. I'm your host, Rocco Williams, and I'm dominating this Wednesday. I'm dominating just like these three individuals dominated at Richmond for Joe Gibbs racing at the Federated Auto Parts 400 at Richmond. Your boys did the damn thing. I'm here with Josh. What's your last name, Josh? Josh. Oh. (laughs) You know what? We all are starting to look alike now that we're <laughs> Houston Stamper, Joshua Shiplet, and my man Hicks. Michael Hicks, that is. You know, let me tell you something before we even get started. This was my 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 toughest competition, you know, when it came to swagged out drippiness at the racetrack. You know, sure. you stayed fresh, man. But yeah, thank true. you for taking the time to be on our show, guys. How are y'all sure. feeling today? Good. Good. You know, fresh off of a Saturday, you had Sunday to the regroup, man. I mean, what a great race at Richmond, you know, not to mention the fact that that was my first time actually being there and seeing all the modifications and the upgrades to that infield, man. And it was pretty impressive. You know, it it was a bit of a labyrinth trying to find my way to pit road. But other than that, man, it was a good night. Wouldn't you say? They made it challenging over there for sure. (laughs) They did. They did. But anyways, look. These guys are representing Joe Gibbs Racing. They dominated the race. They're not only just representing Joe Gibbs, they're racing, they're representing the number 11 and the number 20. Driven by Eric Jones. And uh, the thing was, what's unique about this trio here, Mike, you were a part of the 11 car for so many years, multiple years, 10 years, right? Yep, at, at least. And then Joe Gibbs, they decided to shake things up, you know, and switch switch guys around internally to produce a better performance, right? Yep. Or just to see how that would – why do they do that? I mean, uh, I, I can't I can't give you an exact reason why. So but, it wasn't uh, you saying, hey, I'm up out of here. No, no, oh, okay. not at all. No, not at all. <laughs> but, I mean, they just thought uh, I would work better maybe with a different group of people and mm-hmm. decided to make a change and revamp the – Revamp the new pit stop department. Exactly. I mean, making that change, though, you're working with the likes of Ernie Pierce and Kevin Harris and Dustin Case. You yep. know, those, those are some pretty good guys as well. And, um, you know, that's not just with you as well. You guys came from other teams as well. Could you tell us a little bit about what teams you're on now and what teams you're on currently, the short version? Yeah, so I uh, originally started at Roush Fenway Racing. Mm-hmm. That's where I was developed. And uh, kind of moved on from there. And well, actually, when I graduated engineering school, I was looking for an engineering job. And Roush at the time didn't have any engineering openings. So I went to RCR because they were willing to give me an engineering job as well as a spot on a cup car. Mm-hmm. So I did the three car when it came back. Did that for four years. And then uh, got on with Gibbs. Pretty prestigious car, too, the three, when it came back. You know, the three was always yeah. synonymous with Dale Jr., you're done, you know. So then when they bring that back, you know, that's got to <laughs> oh, be yeah. a pretty 
pretty yeah, cool it was, deal. It was pretty cool, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to get going. And uh, we had some rough patches here and there, but we we actually ended up having a pretty solid pit crew there, which was always a lot of fun. So, what about yeah, you? I did have a good crew that year. Yeah, uh, I was I at Roush. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was at Roush for ten years before I came to JGR. Uh, that's basically where I got my start. Just Shouts out to Roush Fenway. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They taught me how to do everything over there, and uh, basically just worked my way up. Mm-hmm. You know, from Xfinity cars to Cup cars to getting a shot to come over here. Well, I'm pretty sure that you're liking where you are now. You guys are doing everything, you know, everything right, it seems. You know, you're in the midst of these playoffs. And I alluded to the fact that, you know, there were a lot of upgrades at that track at Richmond. And it, the, the vibe out there was electric. It felt good. You know, early on in the day, you know, it, it seemed a bit lackadaisical. But uh, when the lights went out, you know, when it got dark and the lights came on, a lot of you fans. Know, oh, yeah. You can yeah. feel that energy in the there. fans. Let's take a look from the slaw cam. <laughs> As you know, I was out there, and y'all saw me out there with, running that camera. Let's look at it from the slaw cam eyes of, of Richmond International, uh, Richmond Raceway Complex. What's up, Hollywood? Are you? Yeah. We'll try to contain him out here at Richmond Raceway. We'll try. Don't let this affect your performance today, all right? This is not an excuse to hit extra lug nuts. Thank you. Yeah, Darnette, mm-hmm. you know, she rolled me out awesome. to the sunset, and I have so many cavities owed to her yes. with all the candy yeah, all that the candy. she gives me. That's right. <laughs> oh, yeah. We love Darnette. So as you can see, you know, Richmond, can y'all agree with me? The vibe of there was oh, kind yeah. of electric when you walked in and, um, you know, coming off your plane. Did y'all get their race day? Did you do the Xfinity race? Or? Yeah, yeah, we, did the Xfinity we all did the Xfinity race. race yeah. So everybody yeah. did the Xfinity race, and not only is Gibbs dominating in the Premier Series, but then they win the Xfinity Series with their young driver, Christopher Bell. Who was on that crew? Anybody on that crew here? Who does no, that car? Not this one. It's the usually 18, the 18 Cup car. 18 Cup did, yeah. Is that yeah. by design, or is it like uh, they just draw names out the hat for which uh, Xfinity crew? This year we did it a little different, like, when at the beginning of the season, they wanted the full cup teams to pit these cars from start to finish. And so we, that's basically how we decided to do it this year. Mm. They committed and as a group. They committed to do a full season. To do it and so Where the, the, the Diva crew members say, well, I'll give you three or four of them, or I'll give you this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not giving you that one, you know? And then, um, yeah. And then some will be at Levine next year, right? Yep. Yep. <laughs> that's right. Sure. I know yeah. that's right. Hey, we got the three trio from Joe Gibbs, the dynamic trio. You know, we're coming up with a band name a little later on, but uh, stick around. We'll be back with more from MRN Crew Call and these three gentlemen. 
What's up? Vaughn Gittin Jr. here. How would you like the keys to a 700-horsepower, custom-built Ford Mustang RTR? Designed by none other than NASCAR champ Joey Logano, the RTR design team, and me. It's one of three Mustangs you could win in the Money Lion Here We Roar sweepstakes. How do you enter? Just text ROAR to 95615 or visit roarsweepstakes.moneylion.com. No purchase necessary. It's 1019. Must be 18 or older. For official sweepstake rules, visit roarsweepstakes.moneylion.com. At the Goddard School, teachers customize lessons so children can explore their interests, have fun, and learn the skills they need for success in school and beyond. From infant sign language to pre-K students tackling STEAM learning, our Flex Learning Program, or Fun Learning Experience, is grounded in research that shows the most genuine learning occurs when children are having fun. Our teachers leverage this through lessons inspired by children's imaginations. To enroll, visit GoddardSchool.com. The Goddard School, learning for fun, learning for life. Jeff Gordon has come from virtually nowhere. He's one of NASCAR's all-time greats. For the 93rd time in his career. A pioneering champion. Be at the right place at the right time. The kid who took on the good old boys and changed NASCAR. We started to go toe-to-toe from Earnhardt. MRN presents a 10-part podcast series that traces Jeff Gordon's rise to NASCAR legend. Jeff Gordon, the colorful career of the Rainbow Warrior. Available now at MRN.com and your favorite podcast source. And there you have the wall being painted pink in preparation for the Roval this weekend in Charlotte. You know, Breast Cancer Awareness Week, and um, they do a beautiful job of painting that wall pink and, you know, showing and paying tribute to all of those who um, are struggling and um, who have overcome, you know, with that breast cancer awareness. Very important. Are y'all doing anything to bling yourselves out or to pink yourselves out for this weekend at the Charlotte Roval? No. I mean, I might I might grip tape my gun pink. I found I just happened to found that. Up in the shop last week, I was like, "Oh my! I could use this at Charlotte." Yeah, so absolutely. This is like a spontaneous thing. I used to like to spat my my, my shoes up, and yep, or yeah. I'll do my belt buckle, you know, oh, just yeah. the, the the belt straps with pink. Or we do some pink shoelaces. Yeah, I have right. to work on that. I, I'll talk with you. Pink, you know, yeah. we can come up with something, Mike. Yeah, we have to work on that. <laughs> we got to make you pink alicious out there. Now. <laughs> oh, I'll try. I'm sure you got something up your sleeve. I'll rock it. Oh, I'll rock yeah. it. Hey, getting back to it, guys, you know, we're all veterans in our sport and we know we can't do pit stops forever, you know, and then um, all of us have worked in the shop at some point. Let's go down the line and just want to start with you, Houston, you know, um, of um, how you got your start. Are you a racer at heart? Is your family involved or what caught your eye about NASCAR from the first part from the first start to even get you involved? Yeah, so I'm a local kid, so. Basically, every male in my family is in some form or fashion of racing, working for mm-hmm. a race team, or mainly building race cars. So that's actually how I got hired at Roush for the beginning was to to learn how to do pit stops, but actually build race cars, too. So mm-hmm. I started and finished Fab at a very young age. How did you even get that consideration to Roush from what you were doing? My brother was working there. Oh, okay. Yeah, so family, you know, I had family all over the sport, and... I just I don't know why I chose route. I think just because I had a, a, probably a close relationship mm-hmm. with my brother. Well, you had an in first yeah, of all. So yep. I, I think it'd be cool to work with him. And uh, that team that offered me that deal to come with them was uh, Robbie Riser and Matt Kenseth, which I've known them since I was like eight years old, mm. like growing up around their little shop. So I was like, yeah, this is this is legit. I'll Were you a racer this. as well? Did you yeah. no, dabble in racing at no, all? I was a sports kid. Okay, played football and baseball, and I mean my whole. It, Thanksgiving, Christmas, that was the topic of conversation was 
who was winning, who was losing, racing, building cars, what you doing over there, the body hanging, all that stuff. And I was just like, but yeah. you mentioned a story yeah, that doesn't that doesn't that doesn't sound familiar because you said you beat Antonio Brown in a race. That's not true. <laughs> that's not true. You said you smoked him. That he was lying. That's not true. That's my eye opening. Like, oh, okay, this is how good you got to be to play sports like this. So Antonio Brown went to the JUCO you were playing at, right? Yeah, it was a one little semester deal. It only lasted two years. It was a place called NC Tech. And um, this kid, Antonio Brown, was on the team. And I was like, oh, yeah, just another – we're playing football, you know. And How big was he then? Dude, he was tiny. Mm-hmm. He was tiny. But, I mean, this kid's two years younger than me. And, I mean, he's running circles around everybody. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, this is – and we had another kid who went to Texans. And I was like, yeah, this is – this is how good you got to be. Like, From what I like heard, he's going back to moments. school. Yeah, I saw yeah, that. I saw that. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it was he enjoyable. Messed up my fantasy league too. Yeah, he did. A lot of people's fantasy mm-hmm. league. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, I enjoy building race cars, mm-hmm. like outside of pitting cars. Like it's one of the, one of the things I do enjoy doing. And let me yeah. ask you this: You know how you can be a great tire carrier, a great tire changer? Can you be a great car builder? Was there something that you can do to separate yourself from other car builders or chassis builders or finished fabs or whatever the case may be? It's getting harder and harder to do that. Okay. You know, as the way the sport progresses, it's hard, you know, because you're not really – I mean, I'm a fabricator, and, and literally what I learned the first five years in this sport to what I do now, like I hardly use any of those skills because mm. like, we streamline everything, every, mm. every race team. I mean, it's you, as fast as you can build it, but quality still got to be there, so – I mean, as long as you're, I mean, you got to have a great attitude and you show up and, you know, you just know, lean back on the things that you've learned mm-hmm. over the last 14 years you've been doing this. Mm-hmm. You know, it, those little things like that will keep you a job. Awesome. What about you, Shiplet? You know, I mean, I know you're a mechanical engineer. Yeah. And um, did you have an affinity to building race cars or working with the cars? Or how did that come about? So I, uh, I actually grew up from a local dirt track growing up, and we used to go there every Saturday What's night What's the or local so. dirt track? <clears throat> Winder Barrow Speedway. Winder Barrow oh, Speedway. Yeah. Come yeah. on. Shout them out. <laughs> and uh, you go there to watch a fight and hope a race broke out and sit on the back of the truck, watch the watch the race. Have it's a like time. our Bowman Gray. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and... Um, Played baseball all my life growing up, and uh, went to always went to NASCAR races mm-hmm. and things like that, and saw people doing the pit stops. But always being an athlete, I always wanted to compete. Mm-hmm. I thought that'd be really cool. And um, it was actually a little community college near where I grew up, uh, Lanier Technical College, and they had a motorsports program. So I went there, and just to get a two-year little technical degree, mm-hmm. came up here. They sent me up here to intern and stuff, <laughs> and uh, never went home. <laughs> the intern where? Uh, actually, we did the Richard Pay driving experience. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so they put us up in a house with five guys, paid us $200 a week, and we just yeah. had to work. That's trouble. Oh, it was, it was a lot of trouble. <laughs> that $200 a week, man, that, that sounds familiar. Yeah. That's what I got paid my first my first uh, gig learning how to do pit stop. Yeah. Like, hey, $200 so, a week, go learn. Sign, sign me up. It was, <laughs> it was definitely an experience, but I got up here and uh, actually went to the pit crew school, mm-hmm. and that's where I first started. And then Which um, pit crew school? Pit crew U. Pit crew U. Shouts out to pit crew yeah. U. They do an awesome job as well. I owe it to them, I guess. I mean, yeah. that was my first place. So, And then um, I actually got on with Roush and so my buddy, uh, Eric Wallace. He went to the Lanier Technical College with me. Still at Roush. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he, he introduced me to some people at Roush and got me got me in the door. And uh, so I oh, started Wallace. developing there. Yeah, I love Wallace. Yeah, you should have been in a house with four other guys with him. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> so they, uh, 
Well, you ain't, you can, don't tell we us any of those stories. We'll, okay? we'll just keep that off yeah. the air. Because what they wanted to do, they wanted to have a crew call call in. And they wanted to call in and blast you with all the uh, embarrassing stories from that house. Oh, oh, we so made I that didn't happen. want to do that on the first show. Oof. Maybe uh, when we get closer towards the end of the season, we'll talk about some of those uh, house betting, exploits. I'm betting Eric has more embarrassing stories than I do. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Uh, so anyway, I worked at Roush for a little while and decided that uh, I wanted to go back to engineering school. Mm-hmm. And so I went to UNC Charlotte, got my engineering degree. And when I graduated, there wasn't a spot available for me at Roush mm-hmm. for engineering. And since I just went to school for that, I really wanted to pursue it. So I actually ended up getting on at RCR. And I uh, worked in the engineering department over there mm-hmm. and pitted the three car for a while and then had an opportunity to move a little closer to home at Gibbs and do engineering there, too. So yeah, Look at you now. Here I am. Here I am. <laughs> Still carrying tires. Famous. Big time. Famous. Carrying tires, you know, in 11, you're doing it at a high level. Everybody at Gibbs is doing it at a high level. There's so many expectations there, which brings us to you, Mike. You started off on 11. No, you started off at um, with the Wood Brothers. You had yep. the 11. I've seen your Instagram. I've seen you work on your cars. It's safe to say that you have racing in your blood, right? Uh, I mean, I've been or around. just cars. Just probably just cars. Okay. Because I've, I've seen been... some of your toys, man. And Yeah. <laughs> I, I, got a, I got a lot of toys. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I've, I've always been around cars my whole life. My dad's always built cars. He worked for a race team for a long time. Mm-hmm. So I've always been around it. So how would you get uh, to the Wood Brothers, though? Well, uh, I worked for, I was on a truck, mm-hmm. and uh, I was just, uh, you know, changing tires on the side and being a mechanic at Greenlight Racing, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, it was, you know, the road crew kind of pitted it. That's kind of how they were, and I was like, man, I was like, I, I think I can do that. So out back, I would, you know, tap lug nuts mm-hmm. hit, and then I got put on that truck, and uh, that's whenever JTG and Wood Brothers were joining. They had this huge tryout. And uh, I went out there, and they came up to me after the trial. They're like, hey, man, we want to hire you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't really have a spot for you, but we want you to do the pit stop stuff. And I was like, at the time, I was like, I'd take whatever I could get. So that's what I did. I started working there, and then a guy ended up going down on one of their trucks, and I got put in. Mm-hmm. And then put it kind of it kind of went from there. Mm-hmm. My career started to escalate from from that point, started to ball out. You 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 balled out at um, Wood Brothers. Yep. Then JTG, I should say, the merger. Yep. How did you get to Gibbs? Al Shuford and Michael Lepp mm-hmm. came up to me at a truck race and like, "Hey man, we're really interested in you. Uh, you know, you want to come try out at Gibbs?" And I'm like, "Sure." <laughs> so I uh, I went. And <laughs> That's how you did. It. I was like, You're like, "Sure." I was like, <laughs> "Sure." <laughs> when when do you want me to come over? <laughs> Tomorrow? I'll sure. come right now. <laughs> yeah, I'll come right now. So I went over there, and uh, the tryout went well. So then I went to uh, – they wanted to hire me, offered me a contract, and then I went to uh, Eddie Wood at the time. And I said, hey, man, I said, uh, this is what's been offered to me. I want your advice. Mm-hmm. Do, do you do – should I stay here another year or the should Eddie I go? Eddie Wood. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he goes, uh, I want you to go. Mm-hmm. He goes, that's a good opportunity for you. So I told them I was leaving, and that's kind of where I took off from there at JGR. That's awesome stories. You know, it's funny how the the stories are so similar for all of our crew members. And uh, keep in mind, we love playing with our tires, right? Hercules mm-hmm. Tires is giving away a free set of tires each and every month. All you have to do is go to HerculesTire.com and register for your chance to win a set of Hercules Tires from HerculesTires.com. And we'll be back 
with more from this trio. And we're going to dive a little bit. We're going to delve a little bit more into these guys when we get back. Here's your chance to win a set of your very own Hercules tires. Go to HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Simply register, and each month we'll give away one set of tires. Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading mileage coverage to get you wherever you need to go, no matter where the road takes you. Register now for your chance to win a set of Hercules Tires at HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Hercules Tires, ride on our street. Just when you thought the biggest, baddest track in NASCAR couldn't get any better, we broke ground on Transformation, the Talladega Super Speedway infield project to enhance the fan experience. Check it out this October if you're big and bad enough. Hey guys, it's Dylan Welch. He's Tyler Burnett. We're the co-hosts of the Rip the Fence podcast. If you like traditional non-wing dirt track racing, we've got the podcast for you. Shane Meal trying to drive away. I can't do everything, but I could do anything and everything I wanted before I got injured. So, Just like many of the great podcasts going, we invite racers in to talk, and they tell us their life story. And it's how I feel that matters. It's the Rip the Fence podcast available on MRN.com and your favorite podcast app. Facebook and Twitter, MRN is there. Follow MRN on social media for all the latest happenings from the track and in NASCAR. Breaking news, video, photos, live races and shows, stats, opinion, and more. Follow along on MRN's Facebook and Twitter. Getting Schooled is presented by the Goddard School, the best childhood preparation for social and academic success. Visit GoddardSchool.com for more information. The Goddard School, learning for fun, learning for life. And, you know, I have four little rug rats running around. So, you know, me and the Goddard School, we have a very, very good relationship. (laughs) Yes. All of my kids have gone there. You know, if you have kids yourself, you know. Yeah, we do. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know how it is being away from them, you know, mm-hmm. on the road and traveling as much in this traveling circus that we're on. You know, we miss out on some stuff, you know, with with our kids. But at the same time, I've always grew, grown up around the type of parents where if you see me all the time, then I must not be working hard enough to the point where, mm-hmm. you know, gotcha. I don't feel like my kids are going to be lazy because they see daddy working all the time. And I'm sure the same can be said for you guys, right? Down the no, line, no. how many kids do you have? Shout them out. Shout out the wifeies because I didn't have their pictures on here. I got four kids as well. Four kids? Yeah. What are their names? Just, uh, Millie. I got a Pearl, a Briggs, and a Hattie. Oh, those are dope TV names right there. <laughs> I like that. I Briggs. And... Yeah, my wife's name's Emily. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Shout out she to holds, Emily. She holds the fort down for us while I'm gone. No, that's right. Yeah, she, so, yeah she's definitely she's definitely the uh, backbone of the family awesome. while I'm gone. Awesome, awesome. What about you? I got two kids. Mm-hmm. I got a Rylan and a Kinsley. Okay. My wife's name's Lindsay. Okay. Shouts out yeah. to Lindsay. Good job. And God save her for putting up with me. <laughs> <laughs> and my kids. <laughs> what about you, Mike? Uh, I got Giselle and London. Mm, and, uh, my wife's too. name's Jordan. Got you, Giselle. Got yep. you. Okay, so she got to find her a Tom Brady. I know, right? I hope so. <laughs> That's what I need. That's right. Hey, with that being said, guys, you know what it takes for us to compete at a high level, and we do it every week. You know, there's a stark difference from pitting a car that does not have a chance to win, and then there's a difference in when you go to the racetrack, you know you have a chance to win every single week. Can you talk about a little bit of the way you prepare yourself mentally week after week, you know, because – it's, it's got to be a roller coaster, you know, because you're so geared up 
to win a race and you might wreck out, you might have a loose tie, whatever the case may be, then you come right back next week, win the race. Yep. What have y'all done that separates yourself or you remember yourself when you didn't have a chance to win and now you have a chance to win in anything? Like, how do you evaluate that or handle that? I, mean, I think, uh, like, during the race, I, I, I have a good feel of trying to not pay attention. Mm. Really, other than what's immediately happening and what I need to do. tunnel vision and those blinders. I try to, I think early in my career, I, I would get caught up in if we wrecked or something would happen, you'd kind of get a bad attitude about it and mm-hmm. it would affect you the rest of the day. Whereas now I try to just go into it, not not completely worried about where the car is running as much as what's going on uh, as far as the pit stop pertains and mm-hmm. then try to treat everything exactly the same all the time, no matter I mean, obviously, if you're leading, you kind of get, you know, mm-hmm. you get pumped up about it. But mm-hmm. the last thing you need to do is when you're running bad and you need to fix the car, have a bad attitude, have bad pit stops. It just spirals out of control. I so. mean, at the end of the day, we can only control what happens in the pit stall. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you can't let, I mean, if, if they get in a wreck or, you know, they get to complaining on the radio. If or, they don't pass mm-hmm. tech. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah that too. <laughs> yeah. You can't, I mean, at the end of the day, you still got to do your job when the car comes in the pit stall. So, I mean, you can't let all the other side stuff affect what you got going on. It's funny that you say that because you say you can't, but I don't understand how you do. Because being as a crew member, you know, SHI rolls downhill, you know, mm-hmm. and we're the first ones to catch it, right? Yeah. yeah. So when you're not winning a race, let's look at Denny Hamlin last year. Yeah. With the 11 car. Let's talk about that, Mike. I was a part of that. Maybe that's the reason why you got moved, because Denny didn't win. I and mean, this is just Good, my opinion yeah, looking I mean, at it. But this is here's my, my thought process. When I saw that switch happen, I'm like, okay, the 11 car has been one of the fastest pit crews since I can remember. You know, and of course, y'all had those those guns for a change, oh, which, on, made, which made which uh, made uh, bathroom attendants don't, look like superstars. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't downplay Nate Bolin. Yeah, we had Nate. We had Nate Bolin. Well, first of all, y'all did. <laughs> Nate Bolin is a left hand jack man. Shouts out to Nate Bolin. <laughs> Nate Wake Forest Demon Deacon. Yeah, you know, alumni. Me and Nate played football together at Wake, That's and right. he was Maybe a beast. Nate. So yep. you're right. Not only did you have Nate Bolin, a lot of people don't understand. You had a driver who, yes, he sped on pit road a lot. But he was inching every bit he could yep. to get in that box and out of that box. So even if you had a 11.5, yep. it would look like 11 flat with the driver who knows what he's doing, right? Yep. So mm-hmm. that's when I saw them make that switch. I'm like, okay, so they're experimenting here because nothing was broke over there. It's just a matter of when you have too many toys, sometimes you like to play with them. You know, and right. it seems like Gibbs always had a plethora of toys to play with and with their athletes, you know. <laughs> That's yeah. one way to put it. So yeah. let's just try to play around yeah. with these guys, you know, because, um, you know, Houston, I, I would say you remember not winning at a oh, point, yeah. right? No, no doubt. So how does yeah. that feel now to go from, you know, going to the race, let's hope we're on a lap, on the lead lap to let yeah. me not mess this I up. I pitted a lot of cars that were fighting for the lucky dog and <laughs> lap downs a lot, and like you got to stay yeah like it was you got to stay within yourself as far as just even finding motivation to get up for every pit stop <laughs> mm-hmm. you know um but yeah my must it was literally weird because i won two races my first five races ever pitting in my career <laughs> i was like this is easy who and were we, those it was carl edwards carl edwards <laughs> and you know that was my first deal ever i was like okay we're gonna we need help. Like mm-hmm. you're going in, but it's only going to be for one race, which turned into five races. Mm-hmm. 
I was like, oh, yeah. we In two wins. Yeah. 20 years old, and I've already won two races. I can do yeah. this. This, this is going to be and easy. Then, Some guys go 20 years yeah. and don't even win a race. Well, yeah. yeah, and then I never won again. Mm. So I got yeah. to Gibbs. I, I mean, I was at Rush for 10 years, and so never another, never won another cup race. And, I mean, I pitted. <laughs> you know, I was on I mean, some fairly decent cars, but we just went hit a slump. And, mm-hmm. you know, at that point, you're just, you know, you're just – I don't want to say long for the ride, but you just you're doing your best not to be the the problem mm-hmm. at that point. You know you don't want any because you know y'all y'all know as well as anyone when things aren't going well. You know it's easy to point the finger at the pit crew. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and now that I've been on both sides of it, you know you go from winning races. It takes a toll on everybody. Yeah, I mean winning races is hard. Yeah, like winning races is not fun. You know it's not fun until afterwards. Yep. And you get to enjoy it and talk about it, right? <laughs> and then you go, it's a stressful event during the race. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're, mm-hmm. And then you go from not work. winning, and then you really see who your teammates are. Because mm-hmm. when you're not winning, it's not that it's fun. When, it's when stuff starts to separate. Speaking of teammates and winning, let's take a look at your teammates. The 19 car, they won back-to-back races for the first time, and they won at Richmond, dominated at Richmond. They didn't dominate because I saw their teammate, Kyle. I mean, it wasn't Kyle. It was Kevin. Who led the most laps there? Um, I'm, I'm getting confused. Probably, probably, Kyle. probably Kyle. It was probably Kyle. Was Kyle. Yeah. Hawked Kyle down with 25 laps to yeah. go past him, and it was lights out. But here's his crew interviewed after that race, and I'm pretty sure we can take little tidbits <laughs> of what they say and relate to those as well. So let's look at what they had to say after their win in Richmond. In the air, and Martin Truex Jr. wins at Richmond Raceway. All right, we just swept Richmond for the year and back to back victories for this 19 hot rod team. Freaking unbelievable, guys. Thank you. This team is just unbelievable. It, we really seem to be able to turn it on when, when we need to, and, and I can't even imagine. We've never won back to back races before. We're just, we're just riding the wave, see how far it takes us. It's a great feeling. I think going in the chase is really good momentum. Uh, just hopefully we can keep doing it. Oh, the leader is spun out. The leader is spun out. Martin Truex Jr. spins in turn four. Smoke all around. People trying to get through. My heart dropped a little bit, but once we seen where we was at, we knew we still had a chance at it. We just had to go out there and execute a good pit stop. I think in that in the moment you're so focused on what's next, what your job is, you know, is, and obviously you know we, we get pictures of the car really quick. So um, there was no damage, so we we try to go out there and lay one down and. That's all you can do, really. Once was the leader. He's third, but now he wants second. Great job. All clear there, bud. Truex holds ahead by half a car length, trying to finish him off in turn four. Watching that was a little nerve-wracking. I was watching the laps countdown. I was like, I don't know if we got enough time. And then he just picked up another gear. I'm like, okay, we might have something here. And then the nerves start kicking in. It's like, all right, I got to find something to do. (laughs) Truex looks wide out of turn number four, trying to make the run on Bush. Well, he did it that way. Truex on Denny Hamlin around the outside. This time, though, in one, he'll dive down to the inside. They bump coming out of turn number two. I mean, you're racing teams in your own building, teams that we practice with each and every day, and it's uh, it's tough, but it's fun at the same time because you know, you know the, the competitors that you're racing, and it's fun. It's really fun. Martin Truex Jr. His lead on Kyle Busch growing every single lap. Back to back wins for Martin Truex Jr. Glad we could come out on top. I'm sure they're not excited, but. It is what it is. It, it ebbs and flows every time. I think we have a good chance at the Roval. I think going into that race, we'll uh, let him do his job and hopefully don't screw it up for him. 
Did you know that banks collected over $15 billion in unnecessary bank fees last year? Come on, enough is enough. It's time we took back control of our finances. That's why Moneyline is proud to bring you the financial crew chief and to be a NASCAR sponsor. Look, no one knows more about hard work and pursuing their dreams than NASCAR fans, drivers, and teams. So we want to bring you the kind of banking that the big banks would never build, with features like zero-fee checking and zero-fee investment accounts. And because life is also meant for a join, with Money Lion, NASCAR fans get even more. We're giving away 1,500 NASCAR tickets to our members this year. Plus, you can get 5% cash back on NASCAR tickets at track purchases and all purchases at NASCAR.com. Learn more at MoneyLion.com or download our app. This is America's most powerful financial membership. Money Lion, here we roar. Clutch Coffee Bar in Mooresville, North Carolina is redefining the drive through coffee game in Race City, USA. The Clutch experience is fast, friendly, and delicious. Quality drinks and unmatched customer service is the name of the game. Clutch Coffee Bar offers signature lattes and mochas, custom flavor-infused energy drinks, smoothies, and more. Over 25 flavors, there's something for everyone. Visit our two locations in Mooresville, 356 Williamson Road and 154 West Plaza Drive. Open daily from 5 a.m. to 9 p.m. Power up today with Clutch Coffee Bar. And it's time for my favorite part of the show, the Clutch Coffee Bar Clutch Performance Award winners go to no other than the mistreated bunch, the ones who got their win taken away, but you can't take away that performance y'all had. And you said it was all right, but still at the same time, y'all finished fourth, you yep. balled out, you pitted the car in, in position. Shout out to your teammates. Dustin Nikes, Michael Hicks, Ernie Pierce, Kevin Harris, and Justin White from the number 20 Joe Gibbs Racing. You guys will be drinking coffee, energy drinks, shakes, whatever you want on us. I like it. You know, y'all did the damn thing, man. And um, we we alluded to this a little bit earlier, how SHI rolls downhill. You know, you don't win. The driver, you know, might not be getting the results that he wants, but we're the ones who feel the brunt of that, you know. And that's a perfect example of what happened this weekend, you know, the fact that they did not pass through OS doesn't mean that you guys did not go, yep. <laughs> did not participate, did not compete. You did a good job. Congratulations on that. Sucks that that happened. Yeah, it now, does. Now you got to go win the Roval. That's right. We got to turn it up and uh, go try to get a W. Let me ask y'all this. You know, uh, we all know what our strengths and weaknesses are as a, as crew members. What? How is your team conveying the vibe to you guys? Are they pressuring you guys to perform now that the playoffs are here, or are they just kind of letting you guys handle it? As veterans, I yeah, think, uh, well, we don't really change much no. in the playoffs. Like mm-hmm. what, what what we got is working. It's more or less just you know the just repeating the process, like just honing in on the small details at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think anything that we, we got here, right? Yeah. So we've we've won four races. We've had a good year on pit road. If anybody should be changing anything, it's other teams trying to catch us. So we just got to keep doing the same thing we've been doing. <laughs> <laughs> and refining it. Yeah, you can't have that you can't have that mentality of, oh, I'm gonna reinvent the wheel with ten races to go. Mm-hmm. I mean you just gotta yeah. keep doing what you've been doing. Look what you just said. You said you've won four races and eleven. The nineteen has won six races. Mm-hmm. The eighteen, how many races have they won? Four. They've won four races. And the twenties won one. And the twenty has won one. So the point of the matter is you're a part of a team of winners. That's gotta be a lot of pressure. Y'all are handling it very well. Can you just tell me real quick what was one thing that you would like to see yourself do before Miami as far as performance-wise? 
I'm like to close the year out strong. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. uh, make sure when the end of the year comes, the, they know the 20 was the real deal. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right. no doubt. Yeah, I think. I mean, P1 on pit road. P1, definitely. yeah, for sure, for sure on on overall average. Come in first, leave first. Yeah, or like, maintain. Yeah, give them a good reason to not move anything around. Yeah. Yep. Well, there you have it, guys. I mean, we have the number 20 and the number 11 from Joe Gibbs Racing representing. And these guys are the best of the best. All they do is win. And I know the 18, you know, they're the, the divas of, of, uh, of Gibbs. You, you know, they're the divas. <laughs> but this is, it's real in here. You know, we're keeping it real in here. I appreciate you guys for joining us and representing us, so man. well. Thank you so very much. I can't wait to see you on that Got to give a wall. shout out to Big TDs, Fantasy Football League. Oh, there it is. Shouts out to Big TDs. <laughs> That's right. <yeah. laughs> Big yeah, TDs. The newcomer Stitches is going to win that this year. <laughs> oh, uh, it ain't happening. We'll see you next time.